This is the Let's Pretend story of King Thrushbeard. Come one, come all the big Hi, Pretenders. Hi, Uncle Ted. Say, you've all heard of that famous writer called Shakespeare, haven't you? You sure? He wrote plays. That's right. Serious ones and funny ones. And one of his funniest was a play called The Taming of the Shrew. Well, it's our theory that he got the idea for that play from the very same fairy story we're going to do today. So, Helen, you tell us how we travel to meet a character who made a hit with Shakespeare. King Thrushbeard. Let's go by subway. Okay. Will you uh, whistle up the Let's Pretend Express train? Magical sound man, a fast subway train, please. One, two, three. And there we are. Hustle in those doors now. Grab a seat or a strap, everybody. Doors closing. Wow. Let's go. time, there was a king who had a daughter who was beyond all measure beautiful. Princess Yetiv was her name, and if she had been as sweet as she was lovely, all would have been well. Instead, Yetiv was proud and haughty, and found her greatest pleasure in making other people miserable. Right now, she's out in the castle garden, teasing her fat and unhappy maid, Elsie. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Fun? Oh, oh! you wouldn't think so if it was you, Your Highness. No, you certainly wouldn't. Yetive, don't you ever think how you'd feel if somebody treated you as you treat others? Why should I? I'm the Princess Yetive. Oh, it is time I took action. Drastic action. Yetive, I want to talk to you. Elsie, go along back to the castle and take a good long rest. Yes, Your Majesty. Thank you, Your Majesty. Now, 
Yetive, I came out here to tell you... Father, be careful. You almost sat on pom-pom. Here, pom-pom, darling, come and sit on my lap. (laughs) Gives me some hope that you care for that little dog as you do. If it weren't for that, I'd think you cared for nothing and no one, Yetive. And I'd feel guilty marrying you off to some poor fellow who deserves better. As it is, if you choose some strong-minded prince for a husband... Father, really, what do you mean? What's all this talk of marriage? Yetive, for some time now, I've been asking you if you could care for this prince or that, but you've had some fault to find with them all. Now I've decided there must be no more delay. This afternoon, all the princes and noblemen from miles about are assembling here at this castle at my invitation. What? Yes, and you are to choose one of them for a husband. Well, supposing I just say I won't. I I shall insist, Yetive. I am getting old. I must know your future is settled and the future of this kingdom. Also, I'm hoping a husband may be able to manage you better than I've been able to. Manage me? Well, really, well, I just won't come to the party. Yes, you will, Yetive. After all, I am king around here, and I command it. You'll come, or or I'll have the Prime Minister drag you. All right, Paige, open the doors. Ask the princess to enter. Yes, Your Majesty. I warn you, Father, you'll be sorry you forced me this way. Enter your royal highnesses. Here they come. So very Greetings, your majesties. You do our court great honor. And I am happy to say that today, my daughter, Princess Yetive, will select a husband from among you. I present my daughter, Princess Yetive. Gentlemen, it is only fair to say that I do not look with favor on this plan of my father's. However, since he insists, let us start the parade. Well, now, that's better, Yetive. Prince Edward. Your Majesty. You have called on us before, I believe. Oh, Princess Yetive, I'm happy to see you again, as beautiful as ever. I hope you remember me. I do indeed, Prince Edward. <laughs> Long and lean is the pole for the bean. It isn't often one meets a bean pole who speaks. Yetive. Well, it's true, Father. He's a perfect bean pole. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry I made such an unfavorable impression on the the princess. If you'll excuse me, I'll leave at once. Uh, I'm sorry, Prince Edward. I do apologize. I... Oh, well, Prince Harold. Ah, yes, you have never visited us before, have you? No, your highness, but I see such beauty as the Princess Yetive's. I realize my great loss. Perhaps you feel a loss, Prince Harold, but as for me... As long as there are wine barrels in our cellar, I will always be able to picture you as clearly as if you stood before me. Yetive! Oh, how can you? Well, look at him, Father. Is it my fault that he's shaped exactly like a wine barrel? Your Highness, I really didn't come here just to be insulted. If you'll excuse me, I will leave at once. Well, your Highnesses, I, I apologize for my daughter. I owe a thousand apologies. 
Oh, dear. Well, I warned you, Father. Oh, oh, what am I going to do with you, Yetive? Your pardon, sire, but if I could meet the princess... Who? Where? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I thought all the princes had gone. All except I, Your Majesty. I preferred to stay. I am King Douglas. King Douglas, please forgive me and allow me to present my daughter, Princess Yetive. <laughs> it really is curious that we overlooked you, my friend, with your great height and your huge bearded chin. My goodness, that beard. It looks just like the beak of a thrush. Ha-ha! <laughs> Greetings, King Thrushbeard. Oh, Yetive. If it pleases you to call me King Thrushbeard, please do so, Princess. <laughs> you know, with your eyes flashing as they do now, you remind me of a pet wild cat I have at home. Well, is your home in a zoo, perhaps? <laughs> no, no, it's my hobby to try to tame such fierce creatures as wild cats and hawks and young wolves. And with the wild cat of which I speak, I did exceptionally well. Yes, you tame... Uh... I say, King Thrushbeard, uh, that is... Uh... Thrushbeard will do perfectly, Your Highness. <sighs> oh, thank you. Well, uh, what I wanted to say, uh, you tame wild creatures? You tamed a wild cat? The wild cat is as gentle as a kitten now, Your Majesty. Oh, Sir, oh, King Thrushbeard, uh, you're the very man. Oh, sir, won't you, uh, would you marry Yetive, uh, please? Father, how dare you? I wouldn't dream of marrying him. But I command you, Yetive. I'm sorry, Your Majesty, but I'm afraid you can't command me. Well, no, but with you, sir, I plead. Listen, underneath her proud exterior, I know my daughter is really sweet and kind. I'm not. <laughs> A real wildcat. Oh, this is impossible. Yes, yes, I'm afraid it is. I grant you, Your <coughs> Majesty, it would be an interesting experiment to, to try to tame your daughter. But I'm afraid it's not for... Uh, a king thrush beard. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Then what shall I do? Well, if I were you, I'd vow to marry off the high-tempered <coughs> princess to the first beggar who entered the palace gates. Oh, father, call the guards. Have him thrown out. No, no. On the contrary, I think I'm going to take King Thrushbeard's suggestion. Father, you're not. I don't think you'll regret it, Your Majesty. No, no, I know I won't. I've suffered long enough with your bad temper and pride, Yetive. Hear me now with King Thrushbeard as witness. The first beggar who enters these palace gates is going to be your husband. <laughs> oh, Pom-Pom, you can't know what a stare I had this afternoon... Father made the most dreadful threat. For a minute, I almost thought he was serious. <laughs> but he wasn't, of course. He and that horrible thrushbeard went off to the council room. Then Father came back as good-tempered as anything. Oh, here you are, Yetive. Oh, Father. Yes, of course, here I am. Or did you think this was my ghost? I'll join you, if I may. I guess Pom-Pom won't object. Ah, this is the hour of the evening when music would be pleasant. Music? Well, I dare say it would be all right. Why, listen, there's music right now. 
Somebody has started to play outside the castle window. Oh, uh, so they have. Hmm. It really is pleasant, isn't it? Open the window, won't you, Father? Certainly. Glad to. Why, not bad at all. Who's playing, Father? Um, uh, a very shabby-looking fellow. Uh, a cap down over his eyes. A kerchief round his neck. Uh, but he is a good musician. Uh, should I, uh... Ask him in to entertain us. Why not? Fine. Oh, a musician. Musician. Yes, sire. Come in and play for us. The door is just within those gates there. Yes, sire, at once. Well, now, Yetive, glad you are willing to have the fellow in. Why not? I'm bored enough to welcome a distraction. Here I am, Your Majesty. Well... What a great tall fellow you are. Practically another King Thrushbeard. Oh, Yetive, uh, how on earth can this ragged fellow remind you of King Thrushbeard? Why, look, he has no beard at all. Oh, good heavens, Father, I can see that. I only said he was as tall as Thrushbeard. Oh, well then, we can proceed. Yes, let's have some music. No, I think not, Yetive. Only a few hours ago, you heard my vow. I swore to marry you to the first beggar who entered the palace gates. Well, here is the beggar, your husband, daughter. <laughs> Father, you joking. Yetive, you have many things to learn. I hope this fellow may be the means of educating you to a less selfish point of view. Come now, what do I call my new son-in-law, fellow? Why, uh, you can call me the minstrel man. Very well, minstrel man. Will you marry my daughter? Why, well, what can I say except this is so sudden? <laughs> Come now, little wife. Why sit there beside me with such an angry face? I'm not too bad a fellow. Meet me halfway and we may be very happy. Don't be idiotic. Her Royal Highness, Yetive Happy, married to a miserable beggar. Oh, this wagon is hideously uncomfortable. How much farther? Relax, Yetive. It isn't far. And make that donkey be still. My, my. What a demanding little wife. Even expects the donkey to be silent at her command. Well, then, you be still. One donkey braying is enough. Oh. I think it's time we started the first lesson, little wife. What? I am your husband. That means my word, not yours, is law. Oh, that's too much. Turn this wagon around and take me back to the castle immediately. Here, now sit back. Leave those reins alone. Back, or I'll take you across my knees. You wouldn't dare. Wouldn't I? No. No, don't. Don't. I, I, I'll sit back. Ah. Uh. And you'll stay that way. Yes, I, um, I prefer it, actually. That's wise. All right. I, I want to have a better look at that town there in the valley. My, it's a beautiful-looking place, such fine homes. Tell me, who is the lord of that city so fine? It belongs to King Thrushbeard. It might have been thine. King Thrushbeard? And... How odd your voice sounded just then. Almost like 
Really? I must have been mistaken. Oh, look at that beautiful forest. Tell me, who was the lord of that forest? So fine. It belongs to King Thrushbeard. It might have been dying. Thrushbeard again? And your voice? Why on earth are we stopping here at this wretched little hovel? This, dearest wife, is our home. This miserable, fallen-down hovel is where you live? Yes, and where you live, too, from now on. Come on. See, I open the door on our drawing room. Drawing room? More like a cold, dank cave. Well, summon the servants quickly. I'm tired and hungry. My dearest little love, there are no servants. No servants? Nary a one. But I, too, am tired and hungry, so please hurry and light the fire and put the kettle on. I want my supper as soon as you can get it. As soon as I can get it? Are you out of your mind? Oh, me, I guess it's time for the second lesson. <laughs> Yetive, listen. Do you see this little paddle? Why, yes, I see it. It can be used on a spoiled little princess as easily as on a beggar maid. But you wouldn't. You... Uh... I demand that you... Will you get my supper? No. Uh, yes, yes. Put the paddle down. Yes, yes. Ah, the kettle is right there on the hob. Oh, what a fool I was. Don't cry, little wife. It's better to sing. Oh, dear. How I wish I had married the king. <laughs> Yetive? Yes, what is it? Come when I call. If you have anything to say to the princess, Yetive, you can come to her. Who is the princess, Yetive? I call my wife, the minstrel man's wife, and I'll call just once more, then I'll come with the paddle, Yetive. Oh, very well. What is it? So, the lesson of the paddle was learned. (laughs) That's some progress, but not much. Oh, how much longer will this go on? How much longer must I, a princess, be a beggar's beck and call? It will go on, little wife, till you forget that you're a princess and I a beggar. It will go on until you learn to feel for others as you feel for yourself. Oh, I don't understand a word you're saying. You don't? (laughs) I was hoping you were beginning to get the idea. Well, let's see. You haven't been much of a success as a cook. (laughs) Your scrubbing's very inadequate. Perhaps you can be of some use by selling pottery in the market. Selling pottery? Yes, I've taken the last penny of my savings, and I've bought a stock of bowls and pitchers. Tomorrow you can take them to the market and see how you fare as a saleswoman. A princess? How much for that bowl, miss? Ten copper, sir. Uh, that is, I think it's ten. Yes, that's right, ten. <laughs> oh, you sound new to selling, miss. Well, here's ten coppers. And I say, look out there, you fool. Watch out, miss. My pottery broken. 
What will my husband say? to hear you say you're sorry, wife. My last penny went to buy those bowls. I... It wasn't my fault they were broken. You can't say you're sorry? I see. Well, in that case, I guess the next job for you is kitchen wench in the castle. The castle? Whose castle? The lord of the castle is King Douglas, a man whom you once called King Thrushbeard. Oh, but don't get your hopes up. You'll have no chance to appeal to him where you'll be. You'll be in the kitchen, helping the turn spit boy. I? Who could have married King Thrustbeard? Helping the turn spit boy in his kitchen? No, I won't. Uh-oh, Yetive. The paddle. Oh. Very well, then. Do a good job, and the cook has promised that you shall have scraps and leavings from the king's table to bring home. Just like the turn spit boy. Here, you can carry this little bucket for the scraps. Take it, Yetive. Come with me. Your new job is waiting. There. I've got my bucket full of wonderful scraps. You're very nice, Yeti. Letting me take your share of the bones. My share of the bones? Should I quarrel with a turnspit boy over the leaving summer feast? Well, some scullery maids would. I thought you were going to be that kind too, Yeti. But you've been getting nicer all the time. Nice? You think I'm nice, Turnspit? Oh, yes. Only, why are you sad so much, Yeti? I... I have much to regret. But how on earth can I show I'm sorry now? Show you're sorry? For what, Yeti? I'm sorry for a lot of things. I... Have been for a long time now, but who'd believe me? Oh, Yeti, don't be unhappy. Listen, I have an idea. Let's both go up and peek into the ballroom and and watch the ball for a minute. Do you think that would cheer me up, Ned? To see a lot of beautifully dressed men and women dancing, as I once danced. But, Yeti, we can see King Douglas himself, maybe. Have you ever seen him? Long ago, I saw King Thrushbeard. King Thrushbeard? Uh, Never mind. Yes, do let's go look at the dance for just a moment. But we must be careful we're not seen. I know just the place, Yeti. Behind the curtains in the corridor. We'll see King Douglas and all the noble folk, and you'll feel lots happier, I know. Oh, that was wonderful, Your Majesty. And it's so good to have you back. It's pleasant to be back, Lady Jane. Really, it's all been so mysterious. Months ago, you rode away to a neighboring kingdom to meet a princess. And then what happened? Where have you been ever since? Someday soon, I hope to tell you all the whole story, Lady Jane. In the meantime... Good heavens! What was that? Something fell out from behind that curtain. Spilling out from it. Uh, good grief. It appears to be a messy lot of bones and greasy peeling. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Someone's behind that curtain. 
Well, my boy, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Run, Nettie. Run on upstairs quickly. Well, the scullery made too, as I live and breathe. No, you don't, boy. I have oh. you. Oh, Yeti, well, what will I do? Please, sir, let him go. I did it. I dropped the bucket. And I'm terribly sorry for embarrassing you, but please oh. don't punish the boy. And should I care how somebody else feels? Do you know who I am? I... No, sir. But it doesn't matter. Whoever you are, you should care. Oh, believe me, it's better to feel for others as you would feel for yourself. Well, did you ever? Now the scullery maid lectures the king. The king? You are the king? Oh, what have I done? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Yetive, no, don't run away. Yetive, Slasher, I've caught you. Oh, Your Majesty, please, I said I was sorry. You call me Yetive. How do you know my name? I've known you a long time, Yetive. And I know what a wonderful change of heart you must have had to speak to me as you just did. But you don't recognize me at all. That lady said you were a king. But you can't be the king whom I call Thrushbeard. No. You have no beard. I shaved it off to become the minstrel man, my dear. The minstrel man? Yes, I am the minstrel man. Your husband, Yetive. And I was the rider, too, who galloped across your pottery in the marketplace. It's not possible. My disguises were good, I see. And now, now, little wife, will you forgive me for all the suffering I've caused you? And will you come back to the ballroom with me now and be introduced as my queen? Oh, you can't know what you say. I do indeed. I know that at last your stubborn pride has melted away to reveal a sweet and gentle heart. I know that now you are the princess Yetive I was sure you could be from the beginning. Oh, if I am, it's your doing. Then come, my dear. But look, these rags I'm wearing. Yetive, must I get out the paddle? No, 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 I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a feeling this is the last time I'll ever have to mention that paddle, my queen. It will be my king, I promise. Thank you.